Dave and Dujanovic, special coverage of the top national story. We not only had one, but two bank failures over the weekend. If you missed the news, uh, that Silicon Valley Bank in California, that happened late last week. Kind of like, like that, all out of the blue. And then Signature Bank in New York as well. Both are kind of niche, niche, niche banks. I don't know how you say it. Uh, SVB catered to tech companies, which, of course, Utah has a ton of tech startup companies here. And a signature bank in New York catered to, I want to say the uber, uber rich, uh, particularly in the, like the real estate industry. And Signature Bank was more connected to crypto. They were kind of one of the first banks that started accepting crypto as deposits back in 2018, I think it was. So that was a little, a slight, all interconnected, but slightly different reason why 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 they each failed. We talked to Utah Bankers Association, and they said, "Sure, there there were some areas where these these banks had made some mistakes, maybe were mismanaged, but ultimately they said, in their opinion, this was just a good old fashioned bank run. Way too many people came out and said, I want my money back.'" And no bank, no ba- there's not a bank on the planet that can handle a run. They just don't carry that much cash where a bunch of people just want to take out all the money. And the Biden administration, we heard this morning, it, I think they are putting a lot of blame on the bank itself. Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. Your deposits will be there when you need them. Small businesses across the country, the deposit accounts at these banks can breathe easier knowing they'll be able to pay their workers and pay their bills. And their hardworking employees can breathe easier as well. And as someone that uses a bank and has direct deposit and all of that stuff, that kind of reassurance is great. But, again, the Biden administration has, is putting a lot of blame on the banks. And they've promised and vowed that there will be new bank rules. Blake Berman from News Nation, Chief Washington Correspondent. Uh, good morning, Blake. I'm sure it's uh, afternoon there in, in D.C. now. Yeah. But um, do you know Do you know anything if people are already getting their deposits back uh, after the president made that announcement this morning? Well, you know, I've been, of course, extremely closely followed if you had money inside of Silicon Valley Bank and especially uh, the Signature Bank as well. Um, you know, the, the, the question over the weekend going into today was, what would the Federal Reserve do? What would the Treasury Department do and what would the White House do uh, as it relates to the uninsured deposits, which is those over $250,000? When you put your money in a bank, you, you expect it to be there. And we've all known that, that there's this, you know, insurance, the FDIC insurance that protects that. The, the question is, though, what about over 250000 And uh, the the government, I know the Fed's technically, I guess not the government, but the, the you know White House and the Fed came together, Treasury Department, and said, look, we're going to make sure that all deposits are protected, um, whether they've actually happened at this moment in time. I mean, I'm standing here at the White House and, and, and can't you know speak to small businesses and depositors across the country, um, but they had said that uh, you know that this money would be available starting today. Uh, you know, a pretty big decision that they had on their hands. You know, the, the senior Treasury officials were asked about this yesterday. Um, did, what was a precedent just set? You know, if there's another bank, uh, a third bank, a fourth bank, a sixth bank, a 12th bank, a, a 40th bank, whatever it might be at some point down the line that fails. And obviously nobody wants to see that happen. 
is, is every single depositor above 250000 going to be um, made whole? And then what does that mean for the federal government? Is there potentially hundreds of billions and trillions in liability here? Um, you know, the White House is saying, and we heard this from the president today, that, um, that this will be covered by the banks. They pay fees, assessments, uh, you know, into the FDIC so that if anything happens um, along the lines of this, uh, that there's money there. The Treasury Department said yesterday they've got over $100 billion in FDIC money, uh, insurance money, and that that is sufficient. But it also asks the question, you know, if, if there are more of these down the line, um, is the government exposed and potentially on the hook? It was a very complicated um you know, decision as to what to do. But at the end of the day, the decision was made, was made, let's make all of these businesses and let's make all of these depositors whole because, you know, these businesses, if they wouldn't have been made whole, um, would have caved in, in many cases. You make a great point. And, and you brought this up saying, okay, for a couple of banks or a handful of banks, $100 billion in FDIC money might be able to cover this. But if we start seeing this become a trend in banks and there's a dozen or two dozen or hundreds of banks. I'm sure there's thousands, tens of thousands of banks across this country. You know, that, that hundred billion doesn't stretch very far. Yeah. And you see it today in the index that tracks the uh, small and regional banks, it's down 11% at last check. One of the the fears is uh, might there be more runs on the smaller regional banks? Um, you know, there are the systemically important banks that too big to fail banks. You, you know, we, we all know them, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, et cetera, on down the line. And the question that some people are waking up and having to deal with is if you individually or you own a business that has more than $250,000 in it, are you moving your money to some of the biggest banks in the country um, because you believe that, you know, Bank of America is too big to fail or Wells Fargo is too big to fail or J.P. Morgan's too too big to fail. And, and that's part of the pressure uh, that is being exerted right now, at least in the eyes of Wall Street, uh, on some of these, you know, smaller and regional banks. And that's why we're seeing some of these stocks get absolutely hammered today. Um, as I was looking at them earlier today, I mean, there were some some of the smaller bank stocks, you know, down as, as much as 65 percent or so. Blake Berman is the chief Washington correspondent for News Nation. He's live with us at the White House right now talking about the SVB failure and also the the signature bank uh, failure in New York. I have a feeling, though, Blake, had the had the president not taken the action he had today and telling depositors at those two banks that their money will be covered and they'll be made whole, that there would have been a bank run. Kind of like one of those situations where if you if you don't do something, the situation becomes worse. If you do this, then Maybe it becomes worse down the line because we run out of money for bank. I mean, it's just it's it's a wild situation. If they, to be in. Taken this, if they hadn't taken this step today, the reality is there would have been dozens into hundreds into potentially thousands of businesses across this country uh, that would have been shut down, that would not have been able to make payroll, that would not have been able to proceed forward. When you talk about Silicon Valley Bank specifically, it is a massive play. I mean, a lot of people are, are learn about Silicon Valley Bank on Thursday and Friday. It is a massive, massive player in the tech and startup space. Um, you know, when you think about startups, um, some of the greatest you know companies that we know of started as one, two, three, five, twelve person companies that are now worth hundreds of billions, in some cases trillions of dollars, right? And Silicon Valley Bank is one of the big players in that space that 
that lends money to startups, gives them credit facilities, debt facilities, invests in some of these startups. And so they have their money in Silicon Valley Bank for many reasons. But if you can't access that money and you've got a business, you're a startup, and you know, you've got five employees, 50 employees, 500 employees, whatever it might be, but you can't access that money, it's no different than being an individual and you can't access your money. Well, how are you going to pay for the things that you need to pay for? So that was the flip side of it, um, was making sure, and this is what the administration had talked about, that businesses could proceed and could make payroll, because if not, they would have been shut down in, in many cases. Now, one of the other questions is, well, is that a bailout, right? Um, and we had seen back in, in 2008 with the TARP bailout and the biggest banks that had been bailed out, there's really not an appetite here in Washington to bail out banks. But what we heard from um, you know, the president today and the point that the administration has been making is if you had stock in Silicon Valley Bank, wiped out. Yep. You had any sort and of the bailout equity. discussion, Blake, is one that we will have in the days ahead. Is this a bailout? Blake Berman, um, Chief Washington Correspondent from News Nation.